Praise the Lord. It's an exciting time to be to be alive and to be in church. First John chapter 5 verse 4. And I'm so excited this morning to bring you God's word. He says for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world but he that believeth that Jesus is the son of God. Whatsoever that is born of God. So when you look at this this scripture and these two verses, so many things, so many things. And I want us to focus on this. The first thing you see is what overcomes the world. He talks about something that overcomes the world and someone that overcomes the world. So what overcomes the world? The second thing you see is who overcomes the world. Of course, that is in verse 5. And then the third thing you see is how to overcome the world. What tool to use to overcome the world. Now, it seems like the two verses are dealing with overcoming the world. Why does the world need to be overcome? Why are we to overcome the world? In order for us to understand this, we've got to first establish that Jesus already defeated the world for us. Galatians chapter 1 verse 3, we'll read down to verse 4. The Bible says, grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. You say amen. Amen. Because that means you're receiving this grace and peace. Verse 2. Look at verse 2. Uh, verse, verse 4, rather. The following verse. Talking about our Lord Jesus Christ, he says, Who gave himself for our sins. Why? That he might deliver us from this present evil world. He's not saying from a future world. He says this present one. Yes, sir. Deliver us from this present evil world. So he calls it an evil world. A world full of evil. And then he says Jesus Christ did something for us 2,000 years ago to save us, to deliver us, to rescue us from this world and from its evil. He says uh, it was according to the will of God and our Father. John chapter 16 verse 33. This was before Jesus even died. But he made his intentions clear to his disciples. John 16, verse 33, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. And we are in him and that's what we have. In the world you have tribulations and trials and distress and frustration in the world. But it didn't end there. It didn't end there. It didn't end by just telling us in the world you have frustration, you have troubles, you have all these things. It didn't end there. He says, but be of good cheer. In other words, be excited. Why are we to be excited? He says, take courage. Be confident. Certain. Undaunted. Why? For For I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you. And have conquered it for you. Oh dear Lord. So whatever problem you may face in the world today. Jesus said 2,000 years ago. I have overcome it for you. 
I have deprived it of the power to harm you. Amen. There is nothing anymore to harm me on earth. Jesus deprived it of the power to harm me. But unless I believe these things, unless I believe these things, I can't walk in the victory. I can't walk. This is where faith comes in. I can't walk in this victory. The world will limit me. Things will not go the way I want them to go. I'll be tempted in this world and I'll fall into temptations. I'll feel like I'm hopeless in all these temptations. But I've got to accept what the word tells me. So back to 1 John chapter 5 verse 4. He says, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Let's settle there a little bit. He said, whatsoever. And I want you to notice he did not say whosoever. He said, whatsoever. That means anything that comes out of God. Anything that comes out of God. Look, where you are seated, by the time you leave the service, if, if we are to get some expert policemen who have the necessary tools, they can actually trace your identity just by getting your DNA from where you sat, checking your fingerprints, and they are able to tell so-and-so was here. And what is that to tell us? Even your, your very hair, they can see who, in mother cases, especially developed countries, they're able to find, uh, was there any brush that was used? And then they get the, the, the hair follicle from the brush and then they, they do a DNA test and then they locate the person who did this thing. This person was here. This person did ABCD. And yet, the person himself is not present. It is his DNA that is present. So when the scripture tells us that whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world, it's showing us that anything that comes out of God has the DNA of God. As it were. Meaning that it may not carry God himself, but it has his identity. It has his character. It has his power. It has his life. And so it shows us that anything that comes from God cannot fail. Anything that proceeds from God is meant to overcome. And that is why I may have some good ideas, but I don't go on good ideas. I go on God ideas. Oh, hallelujah. Because I know that if I just function by good ideas, they may fail. But if I function by an idea that I got from God, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. That idea will be an overcoming idea. That idea will be a conquering idea. It will bring, it will lead me to places of establishment and victory. I may have dreams, personal dreams and ambitions, but I know I can't dream better than God. So I go after his dream for my life. God, what is your plan? What is your purpose? I know that I cannot be more ambitious for my life than he, than God himself. He's more ambitious for my success than I could possibly be. And so I yield to his dream because I know that if I live in his dream, this dream carries his character. This dream, his nature, his life, anything that comes from God. The word of God is coming from God. And so it has power to overcome. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Now whatsoever also includes whosoever. Anyone who is born of God is meant for victory. Oh, hallelujah. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Overcomes the world. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 11. When you hear a word from God, you should be celebrating. Because you know that even though the circumstances contradict this word, this word has come to change the circumstances. 
because it has overcoming power. Look at this scripture. So will the words that come out of my mouth not come back empty-handed. He says they will come back with a testimony, with a report. I did what you sent me to do. Look at this. They will do the work I sent them to do. The words. He says they will do the work I sent him to do. They will complete the assignment I gave them. Oh, Lama Sata. Maybe the word has started a healing manifestation in your body. And the healing is not perfect. The word will not live until the healing is perfected. Maybe the word of God has started, has helped you start up a business. The word will not live until that business prospers. It will complete the assignment it has started in your life. I am confident of this very thing. That he who has begun a good work in you. He will perfect it until the day of Jesus Christ. The same word that started that miracle will finish it. So hold on to that word. You may, you may look at the manifestation. It's not complete. The Bible says that the words that I give you, they will complete the assignment I give them. They will complete the assignment I give. They will complete. They will not come back empty-handed. They will complete. They will complete. James chapter 1 verse 18. I bring you to the next thing. And in this next thing, I show you that you too, you are born of God. Amen. Not just born of God, that you are a child of the word. Yes. That you are a product of the word. Yes. And therefore you have the nature and character of the word. Amen. And that you are the first and the best of his creatures. By first, I don't mean first in recent, but I mean first in quality. Amen. Top class. Let's get it from the King James. Look at it. Of his own will, begat he us with the word of truth. How did God give birth to us? He says, with the word of truth. Amen. So we are products of the word of truth. Amen. He gave birth to us with the word of truth. That we should be a kind of first fruits. By first fruits, he means first and best of his creatures. Let's get it from some simpler versions. So you understand it. Good news. Look at good news. <laughs> Somebody should be ready to shout. I'm telling you. Good news. By his own will, he brought us. Uh, brothers and sisters, don't be deceived by the way we look. We are more than this. <laughs> by his own will, he brought us into being through the word of truth. So that we should have first place among all his creatures. First place among all his First place. First place. That is why no matter what you get involved in, you can't be last. You are born of God. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. First place. The man who is not born again is not born of God. How can he be first in your studies, in your school? How can he be first? You, child of God, you are last. Something is, not, something is missing. Something is not right. How can your business be last? No, through the new birth, the last has been made first. Yes, sir. The first has been made last. Amen. Those who have gone ahead of you, now that you are born again, you are ahead of them. Amen. You have been lifted with Jesus Christ. Give, give me another version. Uh, new, new century version. NS, NCV, yes. Oh, Labaya. God decided to give us life through the word of truth. So we might be the most important of all the things he made. The most important the Ekeleba, the most important, Jesus. 
how important are we? He said, the most important. More important than the angels. More important than the animals. Today, when you, when you, 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 you look at human beings, there are people who love dogs more than they love people. They can save a dog and leave a man to die. But God is not like that. God says, we are the most important. God cares for you more than he cares for anything else. He cares for you more than he cares for Pluto. If he wants, he can get rid of Pluto. But as far as you are concerned, there is no price too high to pay to save you. The most important. Tell your neighbor, I'm the most important. Of all the things he made. First Peter chapter 1. So let nobody think or, 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 or say to you, you are acting too important. No, you're not even, you have not even gotten there. Because you are the most important. So talk like one. Think like one. Behave like one. Carry yourself with dignity. Imagine, imagine if you're walking with this mindset, the most important of all the creatures God made is walking. No, you won't be... No, 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 no. The most important. You may not be a president. He's telling you you are better than that. <laughs> the most important. Jesus. You have been regenerated. First Peter 1 Peter 1.23. You have been regenerated. Born again. Uh-uh. <laughs> ah. Pastor Peter, you know, there are people who think to be born again is to join a certain group. That's what they think. To be born again is simple. It means to be born again. You were born at first. Now you are born the second time. That's what it means. Born again. If I tell, if I tell you, sit down again, that suggests you had sat before, you got up, now sit again. Now we are saying born again. When you were born the first time, you were born a sinner. Yes, sir. See, you were not a sinner because you sinned. Mm-hmm. You were a sinner because you were born that way. Mm-hmm. So the problem was your birth. And so to deal with this, Jesus Christ had to make it legal for you to be born again. Mm-hmm. To make it legal, he had to die for the sins and deal with all the sins of Adam. And now we can have the legal rights. The Bible says in making the captain of our salvation perfect through suffering. He says he also brought many sons to glory. How? By suffering. By suffering. Now you are born again. This time not a sinner. This time righteous. Because you are born from a different seed. This is what the scripture is saying. You have been regenerated, born again, not from a mortal origin. Seed, sperm, not a human one. Not that one that was introduced into you, I mean, that brought you forth. No, not that one. There is another one. He says, but from one that is immortal, by the ever-living and lasting word of God. That tells you the life you have in you is different from the one you got from your parents. You have been born again. Look at the following verse. He tells us about these natural things. He says, for all flesh, mankind is like grass. And all his glory, honor, like the flower of grass. The grass withers and the flower drops off. And I know somebody read this scripture and they stopped there. That was a problem. 
I heard that song. I love the singer, but the song, he missed it. I am a flower quickly fading. I'm not a flower. You're not a flower quickly fading. He's not saying you are glass. He's not saying that. He's saying those who are born of the flesh, that's the way they are. But we are born of the word of God. And so he tells us in verse 25, but, but, but what? But the word of the Lord, divine instruction, the gospel endures forever. And this word is the good news which was preached to you. You know, the flower quickly fading. Ephesians 2 verse 10. You are <laughs> amplified. Hey, you are born of God. Born of the word. A child of the word. He says, my word do not return back to me void. It will accomplish what I send it to do. The same thing with you. You accomplish what God sent you here to do. Amen. You will not return to God void. Amen. You will not return to God empty handed. You will not appear before his throne. Father, I'm sorry I did not do what you sent me to do. You have the nature and character of the word. Amen. You will accomplish your assignment here on earth. Amen. Did I hear that amen? I said you will accomplish your assignment. Who, who, who are we? For we are God's own handiwork. His workmanship. That means mas masterpiece. <laughs> Recreated in Christ Jesus. Born anew. Why? That we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us. So there are things for us to do which God already prepared. Your work on earth was prepared. You just need to locate yourself. Things to do. You can never run out of what to do. Look at that. Taking parts which he prepared ahead of time. So there is direction that God already planned for you. There are parts for you to take. You like the last part. It says those parts that we should walk in them. Look at the last part. Living the good life. Which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. There is a good life. <laughs> God made it ready for you. Before you came. The good life. Are you living that good life? Ask your neighbor. Are you living the good life? <laughs> I'm living that good life. A life above sickness. A life above sin. I'm living that good life. The life that God prepared for me. I'm living that life. The devil knows it. I know it. The earth knows it. Living that good life. That victorious life. Not a life of frustration and depression. First John chapter 4 verse 4. From the NCV. <laughs> my, my dear friends. Many false prophets, oh, we're studying it from verse 1, no problem. My dear friends, many false prophets have gone out into the world. So do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see if they are from God. So here he's telling us, you're not just testing the prophet, you're testing the spirit by which the prophet is speaking to you. To see if that spirit is from God, the, the source of the inspiration. Is it from God? Now, he says, this is how you can know God's spirit. Every spirit who confesses that Jesus Christ came to earth as a human is from God. Let's go. Verse 3. And every spirit who refuses to say this about Jesus is not from God. It is the spirit of the enemy of Christ. The spirit of the enemy of Christ, which you have been told that would come into the world. 
And now he is already in the world. Verse 4. Now look at verse 4. The spirit in the world. Look at verse 4. Oh dear Jesus. My dear children. My dear children. (laughs) You belong to God. (laughs) And have defeated them. I want you to notice the construction. He's not saying defeat them. He's saying you have defeated them. He says you have defeated them. Why have you defeated them? Because God's spirit who is in you is greater than the devil who is in the world. You have defeated them. Lift your two hands and say, I have defeated them. Who is the them? What is the them? He says the spirit behind the false prophets. Huh? The spirits behind the gangas. Mm. Someone is getting a rhema now. The spirit behind the false prophets. The spirit behind the gangas. The spirit that the witches are using to bewitch people. You have defeated them. Let them say whatever they want to say, but you have defeated them. What is the reason for this victory? Because greater is he that is in you. He said, the Holy Spirit, God's Spirit, who is in you, is greater than the devil who is in the world. They are trying to resist you, but he is assisting you. Greater is he who is assisting you than he who is trying to resist you. Greater is he who is helping you than he who is trying to frustrate you. Greater is he who is moving you forward than he who is trying to pull you backwards. What does that mean? You have overcome them. Hallelujah. You have overcome them. First John 5 verse 4. Let's get back there. You have overcome them. <laughs> you know, when you deal with a lot of singers, you hear them say, so and so is not my type. Which is nice. But you get a language, right? Not my type. You get to that point where you begin to understand in Christ, I'm not that type of person. The defeated type, I'm not that type. The depressed type, no, no, no. I'm not that kind. I'm born of God. (laughs) Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. The words that I speak are born of God. When I plan, that's why I commune with the spirit before I can go ahead with any plan. Because I have no time to waste in failure. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Look at this. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. The victory that overcometh. Look at that construction. How can victory overcome? He says faith is a victory. And yet, he says, this faith overcomes. The victory that overcomes. It sounds like a contradiction. But the thing is that, Faith is a victory, and that means that when you have faith concerning something, you have victory over that thing. Mm. But the victory that you have is in the spirit. It is the victory you have over that thing in the spirit that will be able to bring the victory in the flesh. So he calls it the victory that overcomes. I don't know if you got that. I don't know if you got that. If a person is sick, and they believe that by the the stripes of Jesus Christ they were healed... They have victory over the sickness. And even though they have the victory over the sickness, they may still feel the symptoms of the sickness. But if they hold on to the victory which they have received in their spirit, that victory will overcome the symptoms. 
It's the victory that overcomes, meaning that you must have this victory before you can have the victory that everyone else can see. The victory that overcomes. Hallelujah. The victory that overcomes. The victory that overcomes. So, 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 let's say, let's say now, what I, what I want is money. If you have the money in your spirit, you have victory over luck. Even though when you touch your pocket, there is nothing. You check your account, there is nothing. Zero, zero. But if you have it inside, you have victory over luck. And that victory that you have will cause the money to come in the flesh. It says the victory that overcomes. The victory that subdues. The victory that brings things under its authority. Under the reality is proclaiming and announcing. Is our faith. That's why he says faith is a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. You have not seen it. Yet you say, I have it. <laughs> the victory that overcomes. Hallelujah. 2021 was a great year for you. See the language of faith? I'm not saying it will be, I'm saying it was. When you believe it was, this victory overcomes. Challenges will come, but they are defeated. They have to bow down. Oh, can you give me a message? Message translation. <laughs> ha! Every God-begotten person conquers the world's ways. The conquering power that brings the world to its knees is our faith. He says our faith is the conquering power. It will bring the sickness to its knees. It will bring the mountain to its knees. That's why he said by faith you can remove mountains. The conquering power. The conquering power. That's the title of this message by the way. Our conquering power. (laughs) Conquering power. Conquering power. Are these things real? When you look at a lot of Christians, they don't look like they are real. But they are real. They are real. There are people who have entered his rest. There are people who have seen victories through faith. I'm one of them. Conquering power. Conquering power. When I started getting these things I'm sharing with you, I was in Chibolia. Old Chibolia. Surrounded with uh, smoke and, and drugs and all those things. I heard the word of the Lord. I was, I was 10. I heard the word of the Lord and the Lord showed me in a vision. He showed me my future. He showed me the things I was going to do. He showed me the, the message I was going to preach. How people will come to the knowledge of the truth. How souls are going to be saved. How the sick were going to be healed. I was 10. I got it. I believed it. I had been praying and fasting at 9. I had been praying that God should use me. I don't know how that started, but I know it's by divine election. And I prayed. I started getting these things. Getting these things. I remember when I went to school and I I became the scripture union chairperson. I was about 16. And I preached my first message. In that message, I was busy speaking out my faith. I was telling these people, see, I come from Chibolia. I live in Chibolia. But Chibolia does not live in me. I, I don't know if you get my point. I was only 16 and I was talking like that. Chibolia does not live in me doesn't live in me. What was going on? Something. I was feeding on something. 
I was feeding on something. I told the people there and I said, look, whatever I get involved in grows. <laughs> Our scripture union had about 28 members. I said, whatever I get involved in grows. There's a mentality the word had given me. A mentality. Before the end of that year, we were having scripture union meetings with 400 pupils. We had a conference that had over 1,000 people in attendance. How 16. There's something that I'd come to know. The conquering power. The conquering power. I didn't understand all these things the way I do now. But I got them. I got them. And I'll sit some people down. And I'll tell them we have a great future. Follow me. Look. We are going far. We're going to shake nations. I started telling my friends because the Lord had told me. The Lord had told me I'm taking you out of the country. You will not study here. I'm taking you out. I started sharing with them. He said, I'm going out of Zambia. Mm. They said, where are you going? I said, I'm not sure. My father has not told me yet, but I'm going. Uh, I'm going. Yes. When I completed my grade 12, it didn't look like it was going to happen. Yes, sir. My mother sat me down because she had come to know my talk of faith. Yes, so she said, what have you discussed with your father about where you're going? Now, my biological father died when I was very young. So she wasn't talking about my biological father. She was talking about my father. I said, I'm yet to discuss with him, but I know that I will not be here. (laughs) The spirit of God introduced me to the fatherhood of God. When my biological father died, I've been praying for him. I've been praying for him. He died somewhere in in 2000. I've been praying for his salvation. I prayed for his healing. I didn't know enough to get him healed. Mm. But I would pray for him. He would tell me, you know, my son, these are things that are happening. And I, I was at his bedside praying. Young boy, praying. And then I heard that he died. My heart was pained. But then on that day, when the preacher was preaching at the burial site, he said before he died, he gave his life to Christ. Oh, dear wow. God. should have seen me. I almost started shouting and jumping. Hey. Hi, 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 hi. There was no, I, I, I couldn't drop a tear. My, my heart was full of joy. I knew that my small daddy has gone to be with my big daddy. Oh, hey. And so when I went to school, you know, I was, I was in a community school. And in community schools, there are these projects to help the vulnerable, to help the orphans. So they were registering orphans. They wanted to give us rice and uh, wheat and soya beans. And so my teacher came to me. She said, you must register. You are a single orphan. I said, no, I'm not an orphan. She said, you are an orphan. Your father died. I said, you don't know my father. He's alive. She, she thought I was having issues with grief. I was not grieving at all. I said, my father is alive. Don't put my name there. You cannot say, my father is dead. My father lives forever. I have a father who will never fail me. I remember growing up, my mother had issues with running the home. She now has five kids. There is no man to help her. She has no job. She has no business. What are we going to eat? I remember going on my knees. I said, God... Your word says you are the father to the fatherless. The husband to the widow. I said, I was a young boy. I said, God, is this how you want me to take care of my wife? You didn't hear that. I said, is this how you are teaching me? You are the only example of a husband and father that I have. (laughs) I was on my knees that day crying. And then before I was done praying, there was a knock at the door. Someone had brought chicken. Wow. Okay. <laughs> there, there are those little testimonies that just boost your faith. It's not like someone bought the whole world and brought it. No, it was uh, chicken. Ah, 
And then before I knew things just started getting better and better. Better and better. Until all of us went to school. Not only school, finished our grade 12s, went to college, went to the university. All of us. How can a single parent do that? No job, no business, no business that you could actually call a business because she'll be on this, she's doing this, she's doing this, she's doing that. Uh, she tries this, it's not working, she does it. And then she builds. And everyone goes to school, everyone. I'm the last born. But I understood the reality of the fatherhood of God. Brothers and sisters, you can't be going around saying you're an orphan when God is your father. Then who is God? Uh, me, I'm a double orphan. If I had all my parents, I would not. Listen, listen, listen. Our biological parents may not continue with us. But there is a father who will always be with us. God is your father. Now listen, that means no worries about your school fees. It is his fatherly responsibility. Parental responsibility. You need to have the boldness of a son. And not try to work the faith of a servant. Because the servant knows he has no right to what he is asking for. But the son knows whatever I am talking to my father about is mine by inheritance. It's my birthright. Just go and say, Father, thank you. Say, thank, thank you. You are my father. Yes. Jesus, when he showed up, he said the same thing. He said, you being wicked, if you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall the heavenly father? How much more? How much more? You find the guy is a thief. The guy is a killer. He kills people. And yet he takes good care of his children. How much more God? How much more? (laughs) Our faith is a conquering power. Hebrews 11 verse 33. Let's finish with these few things. I'm I'm here with an assignment to excite your faith. And bring you to a level of manifestation. So you enjoy God's best. The Bible talks about men and women who through faith, look at what they did. They subdued kingdoms. They conquered kingdoms. You conquer. You overcome. You bring them under your feet. They have already been legally brought under your feet. Now you subdue. You rule over them. It's a true faith. They subdued kingdoms. They wrought righteousness. Obtained promises. Stopped the mouths of lions. Maybe in your family, when people live up to 40, they die. You have to stop the mouth of that lion. The Bible says true faith. They stopped the mouths of lions. A lion made a mistake one day. It roared against Samson. Big mistake. There are people you don't roar against. I mean, he saw Samson, he went, whoa. <laughs> Samson went after it. <laughs> ah. These are real supermen. You know what I mean? So, how can a guy go after a lion? He went after it. And the Bible says he tore it into pieces. And no one was there to watch. He didn't even tell his parents. The Bible tells us so. The same thing happened to a man called David. Just taking care of his father's sheep. A lion went after one of them big mistake. This guy, instead of running for his life, to go and report to his father, hey, help me, thank God. Help me, thank God. My life has been spared. No, when he saw the lion going after his sheep, he went after the lion. Listen, there is need for courage. Courage, courage is is the ability to stand for what is right. When a person is courageous, they have the fight in them. 
There are certain things, you know, you, you need to have courage to fight, but you also, you also need courage to start a fight. There are things that you cannot allow to continue anymore. You've got to address them. Instead of waiting for a fight, you start a fight and say, enough is enough. Enough is enough. Nobody dies in my family anymore like this. They will not die like chickens. Enough is enough. What does the word say concerning me? The word says I'm a king. And the word says where the word of the king is, there is power. The word says life and death is in the power of my tongue. Therefore, I can release life to all my family members. The word says that God blessed Egypt because of one man called Joseph. And therefore, God can bless my family because of me. My family members may not all be saved, but they can be, they can be under my covering and protection. They can be preserved from evil. And so you stand and say in Jesus' name spirit of death you will not get anyone anymore spirit of death you will not get my uncle you will not get my aunt you will not get my mother i'm not burying anyone in this year you stand your you start the fight who is next who is next we are born of god whatsoever is born of god overcomes the world the courage to start a fight the courage to stand and say, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who is this that has no relationship with God and yet dares to defy the armies of God? Dares to defy the plans of God? The church has been for many years being on the defensive side. We're supposed to be on the attacking side. But we're always, oh God, oh God, I've been attacked. I've been, when are you going to attack? I had an attack last night. I had an attack last night. And then I had an attack in the morning. And then I was attacked in the afternoon. When are you going to attack? Yes. The best defense is attack. Yes. He says the, the, the sword of the spirit, which is the rema, the word of God. You are always moving forward. Amen. When you are always defending yourself, it means that you are on the same level. <laughs> but you move forward. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. What's the picture? The picture for a lot of people is that the gates of hell are coming against the church and so they will not prevail. That's a wrong picture. That's a wrong picture. The picture is the church marching forward and then they get to a place where the devil is and the gates of hell cannot prevail. They take over the land. They march forward again. They, uh, uh, you are now in school and you find that the school you are in, there is witchcraft. There is satanism. Now that you have come, this nonsense shall proceed no further. Now that you have come, you say, in this school, in this school, no fear, no fear. You start telling the students, don't fear, don't fear. Your light has come. <laughs> Your light has come. Who is that light? I am the light of the world. Your light has come. Your light has come. And you start going around, announcing the gospel. And you take, you stand and say in Jesus name in this school, because I am here, because I am here, Satanism will not proceed. Because I am here, this wickedness shall continue no further. Because I'm here. And you start reading people out of the hands of the wicked, bringing them out. Yes, you are doing your studies, but while you are studying, you are bringing souls from the hands of the enemy. You have come. You, the courage to start a fight. If you don't have that courage, you'll just be there. No, even fashion against me. Against me shall prosper. What about them? What about them? They don't know the word you know. What about them? 
And so you say, I want to thank God. You know, in all these years, so many people have died. So many people. But for me, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I have not died. I'm alive. I want to praise God. <laughs> as far as assignment is concerned, you are felt. Because God sent you there for a reason. What do you think God was concerned about? Your degree? How does your degree benefit him? It benefits you, but how does it benefit him? What do you think God is concerned about? His number one concern are the souls of men. That's his number one concern. Or maybe it's, it's a stand now, you, are, you have a, a shop or you have a stand, you are selling something, and then you notice there is so much wickedness in the lives of the people who are, who, who are selling alongside you. What does that mean? Courage to start a fight. You said, devil, I've seen you. You're not going to do business with me. <laughs> Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Verse 34, he says, they quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, works violent in fights, tend to flight the armies of the aliens. 35, women received their dead raised to life again. And others were tortured, not, ac- not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Praise God. Their faith overcame the world. Their faith. Their faith. Where are the men of faith? Where are the women of faith? Now, where the disciples could not cast out the devil, Jesus said, for how long shall I be with you? In other words, when will you be able to take matters and handle them yourselves? Stand your ground on the word. Yes, sir. Stand your ground. Don't accept defeat. It's not part of your life. When, when, you, when you listen to the people of this world, you hear a lot of teachings about, you know, just accept defeat. Actually, before you can win, you must be defeated many times. Uh, and this is the way you learn, you know, just accept. No, 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 no. The Bible says they are of the world. And so when, when they speak, those who are of the world, hear them. He says, we are of God. Those who are of God, hear us. Amen. Our message is different from the message of the world. Our message is different from the message of motivational speakers. Listen, I'm not a motivational speaker. You may be motivated, but I didn't come to motivate you. I came to show you who you are. I came to show you what you have in Christ. I came to show you that failure is inconsistent with your nature. You are a partaker of the divine nature. I came to show you that you are not a slow learner. Mm, according to your report book, it says slow learner. You learn very slow. But it is because you are not accepted. You have not accepted that you have the mind of Christ. You have not accepted that you have a sound mind. You have not accepted that he has given you quickness in understanding. You have not accepted that you have the spirit of understanding. You are perishing not because of the way you were born at first. You are perishing because you have not recognized the way you have been born the second time. That this time you have been born with supernatural intelligence. That this time you have a mind that remembers. But here is what you are saying. You are still affirming those things which have passed away. You are saying, may I forget? May I don't understand? You now understand. The next time you think, I don't remember. Say, I remember. Tell yourself, I remember. You You may not come. Just say, I remember. I remember. I remember. And if you can speak in tongues, just speak in tongues. That knowledge will just come like a fish swimming, you know. It will just come, <laughs> it will just come to the surface. And then you say, oh, I knew it. 
Because in you are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. You are in Christ and Christ is in you. The Bible says in Christ are hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. They are hidden in Christ. Meaning that there is no knowledge that you can find on the outside which God has not already deposited on your inside. In 1 John 2 verse 20 it says you have an action from the Holy One and you know all things. We have demonstrated the power of God. But that's not all that we need to demonstrate. I said that's not all that we need to demonstrate. We also need to demonstrate the knowledge of God. We also need to demonstrate the wisdom of God. We also need to demonstrate the omnipotence, the omniscience of God. That God knows everything. There's that aspect of the demonstrations. So when you talk about the gifts of the spirit, you see they demonstrate the power, they demonstrate the omnipresence of God, they demonstrate, they demonstrate the, the all-knowingness of God, called omniscience. Right? When a person is prophesying and they say things that they should not know, they're demonstrating that God knows everything. But that demonstration should be taken beyond the walls of the church. It should be taken in the academic field. Well, you, 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 you write a, a project paper by the word of knowledge. By the wisdom, word of wisdom. You provide answers. The Bible says concerning Daniel and his friends that God gave them wisdom and skill. God gave them skill. You think skill is only to be developed. There is skill that God can give you. God can give you skill. Maybe you were not born with an ability to sing. God can give you that ability. Hey, Amanda. Amen. You just wake up and you are surprised you can sing. I didn't know I could sing. <laughs> now you can sing. Hallelujah. You're not a failing type. Defeated type. You can't be sitting down. I don't know my life. I don't know. No, 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 no. You're not that kind. You're not that kind. We know. We know. We know. We know. There is a knowing that we have. Things may appear to be going against us, but we know. We know that all things work together. We know. We know. So when, when they are appearing as though they are working against us, we don't sit down to cry because we know that all things work together for good. For those that love God, those who are the called according to his purpose, we know. It's working out for my good. It's working out for my good. I cannot fail. You come to that point where you can boldly say, I cannot fail. Look at Paul. Paul says, I can do all things. Through Christ, he strengthens me. I can. I can. Now you start saying the same, I can do all things. But then you see, the goal here is not to do all things. There are specific things that you want to do. So you make it specific. And you move from I can to I will. Because the fact that you can does not mean you will. So you say, in Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I'm getting this degree through Christ who strengthens me. Others may fail, but I have an ability that is helping me. Jesus said, I shall receive power after which the Holy Ghost has come upon me. I receive the Holy Ghost, I receive power to make it. Power to make it in this subject. Power to make it in business. Power to make it in life. He says, you shall receive power. I have power. I have power to make it. Brothers and sisters, we have power to make it. Our conquering power is our faith. When we take these things and run with them, we are undefeatable. We are impregnable, indefatigable, invincible, unconquerable. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes. 
You have the mindset of a victor. Never see yourself as a victim. You come to that place where nothing happens to you. Because God doesn't want anything to happen to you. Not even good things. He does not want them to happen to you. He wants you to make them happen. I know some people didn't catch that. He wants you to make things happen. He doesn't want money to come to you. He wants it to come through you. That's why he talks to you first before he can bring it. Because it's going to come through you. It will flow from you. Out of your belly shall flow. And then you, all of a sudden people are pulled to you to help you. It's because something went from you that pulled them. Lift your hands. Say I'm an overcomer. I cannot be defeated. I am born of God. The most important of all his creatures. The first and the best of all his creatures. I am above only. I am the head and not the tail. I'm too blessed. Too blessed to be stressed. Too blessed to fail. Too blessed to be disappointed. I'm moving from glory to glory. From victory to victory. I'm advancing. I'm moving forward. Nothing can stop me. I am born of God. I'm unstoppable. I cannot be stopped. All my assignments, all my goals, all my projects cannot fail. They can only succeed. I am a victor. I cannot be a victim. I overcome the world. I am born of God. I overcome the world. The circumstances of my life are turning around for my good. They are lining up to the truth that I have believed. It is true that I am blessed. It is true that all things are mine. It is true that I cannot be cursed. It is true that I have the mind of Christ. Indeed, I have the mind of Christ. There is nothing I cannot know. There is nothing I cannot understand. I have sound mind. I have a sound mind. Supernatural intelligence is mine. I understand with speed. I have been given speed. Whatever I do prospers. I cannot fail. Failure is not part of me. I am a partaker of the divine nature. It is not in God to fail. It is not in me to fail. God is light. So am I. As he is, so am I. Darkness cannot conquer light. Therefore, the devil cannot conquer me. I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. And I am shining. Nothing can stop me from shining. I am shining. My progress is evident. My increase is evident. I am shining. Rise up to your feet. I am shining. I cannot be stopped. 
I can do all things. So Christ will strengthens me. Even now, I am strengthened. I am strengthened for this week. I am strengthened to make it. In this new week, I am strengthened. I am strengthened to walk in victory. I am strengthened to live the good life. Which God prepared for me. I am strengthened to do the good works. Which God arranged for me. I walk in favor. I am accepted. My proposals are accepted. I walk in favor. I walk in favor. I am favored. Highly favored. I am so favored. Even trees favor me. The stones are favoring me. I am favored everywhere. Even those that hated me, they will not understand. This time they will see me with the eyes of favor. I walk in favor. I am covered in favor. Favor is surrounding me like a shield. I am favored. I see people helping me. Destiny help us because of this favor. Because of this favor, I don't struggle for anything. I don't struggle for anything. There is no struggle in my life. I don't struggle for anything. Money comes to me in abundance. Say like you mean it. Money comes to me in abundance. Because money was created. It was created to save me. It was created to help me. To help me save God. Money is fulfilling his purpose. In my life, I have an abundance of finances. I have more than enough. More than enough to give. More than enough to save. More than enough to invest. More than enough to spend. The Lord is my shepherd. I do not lack. I do not lack. I cannot lack. I do not lack. There is no lack in my life. I am strong and healthy. The life of God is at work in my body. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is supplying life to my motor body for to my motor body I cannot be sick I cannot be sick eternal life is in me eternal life is in me no weapon fashioned against me shall prosper if it is against me it cannot work say it again it cannot work anything that is against me it cannot, it cannot work. It cannot work. It cannot prosper. It cannot hurt me. I'm a victor for life. I'm a victor for life. Now give him a shout and celebrate the Lord.